Okay, Bokar Tov, everybody. So we're continuing with Parak Yutet, 19th Parak Mesila Isharim. And we were discussing the showing kavod, showing honor to the mitzvot, doing the mitzvot in the most beautiful way possible. So uh, specifically, we were discussing a little bit about when you give things, dedicate things to Hashem. So Ramcha continues, They said in the Sifrei, the Midrash, The best of your promises, the best of your donations to Hainu. What does that mean? When a person brings a donation to the Beit HaMikdash, make sure you bring from the best, from the best. When it came to Kain Vahevel, the two sons of Adam HaRishon and Chava, Hevel brought from the firstborns of his sheep and from the, the fats and the, the fatty parts, it was very honorable things that he brought. Kain brought from the leftovers of the fruits of the ground. As our rabbis explained to us, so this is the way the rabbis explain. So what happened at the end? Hashem listened to Hevel and his korban and his dedication, his donation, because he gave from the best. But Hashem didn't turn towards Kain and his mincha. Vomeret says, uh, furthermore, varur nochel, cursed is the one who is tricky. He has an, a male animal which would be very good, an ayol, a ram would be very good for a korban. But rather, he picks an animal that's a ba'almum, an animal that has a blemish, and that's the one he brings. Hashem is not a great king. It's only appropriate that that's what should be brought. It is ra'ui, it is fitting to only bring the best towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As we said in the last two shirim, again, this is for us to recognize the importance of what we're doing and the importance of, our, of uh, the presence of Hashem and our relationship with Hashem. Many examples where the rabbis, they warned us to do things in a certain way, they commanded us to do things in a certain way, so that the mitzvot are not uh, disgusting to us, they are not uh, lowly to us, for example, or they're not, they're not done in a disrespectful way. For example, Nikbar Arom, anybody who holds the Sefer Torah, naked, meaning he holds the Sefer Torah without the cloth that properly is to give proper respect to the Sefer Torah, Nikbar Arom, that literally means he is buried naked, but that's not what the Chachamim explained. The Chachamim explained that what it means is that he won't get the reward for that mitzvah that he was doing because he didn't treat the Sefer Torah with respect. So if he was studying Torah from the Sefer Torah and he touched the cloth in a way that he wasn't supposed to, so that's not showing proper respect to the Sefer Torah. He won't get the reward for the mitzvah. Similarly, if he was doing gililah, he was rolling the Sefer Torah, and he touched the cloth in a way he wasn't supposed to. Same thing. He wasn't showing respect. He won't get a reward for the mitzvah of gililah. Because it is disrespectful to the mitzvah. And the way they used to bring up the bikurim, that should be an example for us. To show us what is considered to be Hidur Mitzvah, what is considered to be a beautification of the Mitzvah. This is what we learned. They used to beautify the Mitzvah of Bikurim when they brought the first fruits up to Yerushalayim. This is what we learned. They used to have an ox to lead them the way, lead the way as a sign of as something honor, have a very big animal that would lead the way. They would beautify the Mitzvah by coating the horns of the ox with gold. He'd be wearing a crown made out of olive uh, branches. I'm sure it was very beautiful. 
v'chulei, and etc. Ocham. Furthermore, another Mishnah over there says, "Hashirim mivim bikurim beklatot shel zahav." The wealthy people they would bring golden bowls for the when they would bring the bikurim. The haniim b'salin itzarim. So the poorer people they didn't have the means to bring gold and silver. So rather they would bring, they would take make effort and they would build, uh, create their craft beautiful baskets. Also, according to one opinion, made out of the, the branches to bring to the Beit HaMikdash to honor, to beautify the mitzvah. Ocham, another example about the Bikurim, Shalosh Midot Bikurim. There were three uh, character traits of the Bikurim, meaning there were three aspects of the Bikurim. There was the Bikurim, there was the first fruits themselves. Tosefet Bikurim, they would add fruits from, the, from grapes and of other... Um, and figs, they would add those fruits to the Bikurim to further beautify it. The Tur Bikurim, and on top of all that, they would add extra fruits, some people say even fruits that were not from the Shibat Taminim, in order to beautify the fruits that they would bring to uh, Yerushalayim for the Bikurim. Harelano Behedya, we see here explicitly, Kamara Uilano Lohosif Al Gufah Shal Mitzvah Kedela Hadera. So we see from here how much a person has to add on, it's explicit, how much a person has to add on to the gufa mitzvah, to the mitzvah itself, in order to beautify, in order to make it nicer. From here we can learn out to all the other mitzvot from the Torah, something you have to add a little bit, bring something extra, do something extra, in order to do the mitzvah in the most beautiful way. For the Sudot Shabbat, we want to beautify the Sudot Shabbat, we should do it, we do it because our intention is to honor Shabbat, to honor HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Sudot Yom Tov, we buy a nice clothing for Yom Tov, not for our honor, but for the honor of Hashem, for the honor of the Chag, etc., etc., etc. Okay, Rabbi have a wonderful day, and then uh, in the next year we're going to talk about a very, very important uh, topic, and that is clothing, showing honor to Hashem through clothing, the clothing we wear for tefillah, the clothing we wear when we do other mitzvot, so it should be a very, very interesting topic, looking forward to discussing it. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuf.